Hello, everyone. Frank and Darren back again, and we're continuing, of course, with the 12 days of Christmas like we've always been doing right now. Well, we haven't always been doing it, but we're starting to do it. So we're going to continue to do it right now, and we're going to get naughty. We're going to get really bad. We're going to be dressing up as Santa. We're going to be kissing people, slapping them in their ass, getting drunk, all that fun <laughs> stuff that an actual Santa will do. And we're talking about what is now a comedy holiday classic, Billy Bob Thornton starring in Bad Santa. Let's talk about it. Are you a fan of Bad Santa? Because I laugh. You can't, you can't edit this movie and put it on regular TV because it just doesn't work. You have to have everything in here in order for you to have fun with it. It's kind of grown on me even more over the years. Like, I went to see it in... I saw this in Brooklyn Heights um, with a packed house on the opening weekend. New York? I was over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visiting a friend of mine who, who used to live there. And we went to see this film and I'll be honest, I had to watch it again like um, when I came home because... There was so much whooping and hollering going on in there that, <laughs> that I couldn't hear nothing at all. Um, but I knew it was really funny and and yeah, it was it was a good evening. But I like I say, I had to watch the film again because the volume was quite low and people were really audible. It, it, watching a movie in America is a completely different experience to watching one in in England. Yeah, uh, I, there's not I, I as much understand. audience participation in England. Well, you guys um, get dressed up in shirts and ties, right? And you, you while you're watching your movie, you, you sip the tea. <laughs> and then when you come over here in the States, you have to wear a bulletproof vest in order to watch the, uh, the yeah. movies. We, we all stand for the national anthem before um, Bad oh. Santa starts. Jesus. <laughs> you got to do this, remember. We, yeah, do, we do a bit of that going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't work. You don't have the... Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm probably doing it wrong as well. That's, that's Fred Scuttle from Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so your best character in this in this classic is Willie for sure. Okay, I mean this must have been so taxing on um, on Billy Bob Thornton to be so damn miserable and awful throughout this film, uh, and there are very few kind of glimpses of him showing some heart. Very few. Um, but when it comes, and it's very subtle when it comes, but you do notice it. Um, it's a great character. It's not the most politically correct character. It's not the most politically correct of movies either. But, um, you know, it it does live up to its um, its title. And I watched the kind of uncut version today. Mm. And, um, yeah, there were some scenes in there which I'll have to ask you about because I don't remember them being in, in the original movie. But I may be wrong. Um, but for sure, Willie is my um, favorite character. Where you pick Willie, <clears throat> excuse me, where you pick Willie, I have to pick Marcus, Tony Cox. Okay. Uh, just because he is, they're, they're both yin, yin and yang, aren't they? Yeah. Total, yeah. total opposites. Yeah. But and great chemistry on screen. Great together. chemistry. Tony, I should say, well, Marcus needs Willie mm-hmm. just because of his safe cracking skills. That's yeah. all he yeah. needs him for. Uh-huh. And every time... Willie messes up, just like any one of us would have done. We just have to let go and just be like, you know, f you. You yeah. know, you're 
you're a piece of crap. I hate you. You know, so, but you have to have him with him. He has to. Yeah, you know? he has some great tantrums, doesn't he? Oh, oh, <laughs> especially when he gets mad at him and he's like hitting him like a girl. I'm pissing myself. What the fuck you think you're doing, you son of a bitch? Hey, 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 come on, come on. You son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> you know, he's, he's always saying, you know, why don't you go lay with your uh, imported wife? And he's like, I only fuck one woman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, uh, who, uh, the woman playing Marx's wife is actually the voice of Amy Wong from Futurama. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, she's, uh, she's actually a very pretty woman, but she plays it plays the role very well in this movie as you know give me what i want <laughs> just okay just shopping um yeah it's that so. bit at the end when she's leaving the department store obviously when she tries to move the um the the, the desk full of pullovers uh underneath the vent so that he can drop down and the security guard walks past her and says good evening ma'am or something like that and she goes happy holidays <laughs> yeah, just walks away good night <laughs> I mean, what can you do at that point? It's just someone's walking away. Uh, <laughs> all right, so your worst character. Uh, listen, I couldn't pick any one single person for this role because in their own way, everyone in this movie is pretty despicable, um, even down to the kid. Um, who's when he, first co- when he first comes on screen... And he's just got all this kind of green mucus all over his nose and top lip. Um, You know, all of them at at some point in this film are pretty despicable, even down to um, his his girlfriend. It's it's nobody is flawless in this film. And so whilst I couldn't pick any individual character, I'm just going to pick the whole cast as a whole because you are whatever you whoever you're kind of. Uh, you like in this film, you are rooting for the bad guy. They're all flawed. Um, And so maybe John Ritter is the only character who's not kind of, you know, who who doesn't have a chink in his armor. But uh, (laughs) every time he hears a swear, he's like. (laughs) How about you? Uh, For me, the worst character is the bar troublemaker. When uh, in the, like kind of in the beginning of the movie, he's there having a drink uh, where he meets his his uh, love interest, and yeah. uh, she he's just staring at him, and Willie just looks at him and goes, you know, like he doesn't <laughs> give a shit, and then he goes out to his car, and then the, the guy comes up to him and says, "I am not gay," and it's like okay, <laughs> you know, and, and Willie says, "My what do you say? My brother lost." Uh, my brother lost a couple legs fighting you guys in Nam. <laughs> and he goes, and he was like, "How do you like it, elf fucker?" And he started trying to fuck him. And then he's just, like, and then Thurman comes in, tries to, you know, say, "Leave Santa alone." And he's like, "Little boy, this is for our own good." <laughs> it's like, where the hell did this guy come? It just from? comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? Yeah. And he's trying to hump him on the back of the car. Ass clown, um, <laughs> ass clown. That was it. <laughs> He came, yeah, he came out of nowhere. It's like, why the hell was it in this one? You know, if it was, if he was looking at his like girlfriend or something like that, it would have been something different. Yeah, because you know, yeah. Willie is a bit of a pervert, as we know through the large plus size women's section of, of the mall, <laughs> and an Oscar winner in there, by the way, too. Your best line. My best line is now. I have to 
I have, there's a few scenes here that, that I'm not sure whether they're, they're in the original cut. Is the bit when he's in the strip bar in the in the theatrical cut, and yes. he goes home, uh, he goes back to the apartment with the stripper? It's not in the theatrical cut. Okay, so he takes this stripper back to his apartment, who I think he's kind of got a kind of on-off relationship with, and she's been kind of dancing all evening. And he's looking like shit, kind of all dirty and unshaven and looking like he hasn't been in the shower for months. And he turns around to her and says, get a shower, will you? You smell like a bum's nutsack. <laughs> and he's the one that looks like a bum's nutsack, yeah. for crying out loud. Apparently um, men wouldn't know where another man has been. Yeah. <laughs> we all have different smells, ladies and gentlemen. We all do. They're called pheromones. Yeah, yeah. But there's also a second line which which always makes me laugh. I know I know this is in the theatrical cut, and it's when he's um, he goes back to the kid's house for the second time, and he's walking up the stairs, and he, the kid's surprised that Santa's come back, and he starts reeling off all these gifts that he wants to to, to receive, and he says, "I want a stuffed elephant, a pink one." And Willie just turns around to him and says, well, wish in one hand, shit in the other, and see what fills up first. <laughs> yeah, it's also the part where he's just, he's just trying to uh, relax because he's in a, in a jacuzzi tub and he has a towel <laughs> over his face. He goes, would you like me to make you some sandwiches? And he's like, no, no, what's with you with fucking sandwiches all the time? <laughs> It's all sandwiches, you know, because the, the great uh, uh, Cloris Leachman is in there as grandma. Yeah, yeah. And, and she just uh, says, uh, you know, oh, you're home. Let me make you some sandwiches. You know, it's all sandwiches. That's all it is. <laughs> What's with That's the what, fucking sandwiches? <laughs> uh, but for me, mine comes from Marcus, who this line I want to say to everybody that I work with or everybody that's in my life, and that's um, you're an emotional fucking cripple. Your soul is dog shit. Every single thing about you is ugly. <laughs> Could you imagine saying that to your higher ups in any place of business? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, some of the language is pretty colorful and kind of jars a little bit in 2021. Um, You're an emotional <laughs> fucking cripple. <laughs> Because they use the word, you know, the word that jars with me all the time that they use is retard. And, uh, yeah. you know, that gets thrown around quite a lot in this film. Um, but, but yeah, no, there's, there's, there, there, you know, for all its kind of failings, there are some, there are twice as many um, laugh out loud moments, genuine laugh out loud moments. Yeah. So your worst slide. Okay. So for a brief moment, Academy Award winner. And multi-Academy Award nominee Octavia Spencer is in this film, yes. playing a hooker called Opal. Yes. And um, <laughs> hey, Opal, come here. <laughs> Willie sat in the car in the, outside his um, hotel room, I think it is, which yes. has been um, ransacked by the police. Bernie Mac, yeah, uh, Bernie, Bernie Mac's Mac. guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and Willie calls her over. <laughs> and says, hey, Opal. And she says, not now, Willie. Last time I didn't shit right for a month. And this is... <laughs> Fuck this you, is Willie. Octavia, Octo, Octavia Spencer, for crying out loud. <laughs> but then she gets up, she's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when she walks over, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> uh, uh, for me, it's uh, it bothers me all the time, uh, but it it it's just because it's done a lot. It's when uh, Willie is uh, having sex with his girlfriend that it's mm. always fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, <laughs> fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. And no matter where she is, we see it, we hear it in the car, and then we hear it in the uh, in the the jacuzzi outside. Fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. <laughs> and she says, you know, I was never allowed to. Uh, I always had a fantasy about uh, Santa Claus because we grew up Jewish. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it was just her fantasy, but every time she gets on top of Willie's uh, gear, as he would say, <laughs> uh, it's fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. <laughs> <laughs> not a not a bad line, just a line that just gets okay. We heard it, we heard it. Yeah, already. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I get it, I get it. Uh, <laughs> now let's get into some emotional uh, parts of this movie. What is your most sentimental moment? Yeah, so we we had to kind of um, change the. Um, the there's format no death. Of these well, episodes. there's death in here, but yeah, there's no best kill and worst kill in in Bad Santa. So um, most sentimental moment for me, I think it's the 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 suicide scene um, when he's he's sat in the car mm-hmm. and he's thinking about ending it all. He's got the pipe going in there to the exhaust pipe, and the kid comes out. The and he kid, has a note written. He has a note written, yeah. And the kid comes out. The kid in this film is obviously kind of some sort of, has some sort of um, autism or something like that, I would imagine. He's kind of a little bit, he, he, there's not much emotion there, is there? He's kind of really one note all I the would way say through. he's sheltered. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Much into, um, no one, he has no friends. He has no interaction with yeah, yeah. people, so. And he's, he's just not phased by anything either, is he? He's, nothing. Even when he's getting, the only time when you really see him in any sort of distress is when he kind of cuts his hand that time and he's kind of running around the house and, and, and screaming in pain. Yeah. But there's a moment when, when Willie decides to try and take his own life and the kid walks in and the kid has just been has been bullied at school and he has all these kind of these sort of black eyes. Um, and it's that moment where kind of Willie looks up at him, at the kid, and realises that the kid's been, um, a, a, you know, kind of abused in some way. Um and realize that there's a kind of hint of him having some sort of feeling for the kid and that, you know, all of a sudden he needs to kind of step in here and help him. And so they sort of, there's this moment whereas they kind of help each other, whereas, you know, the kid stops Willie from committing suicide and mm-hmm. also Willie then, you know, realizes he's got to step up and help this kid and, and goes and kicks the shit out of the bully at school. <laughs> So there's a moment there where they both kind of save each other, which I thought was which was pretty sweet. You like to give kids black eyes, huh? <laughs> Just fucking punch them. How many times, without uh, you know, uh, implementing yourself into some kind of crime, did you want to beat up a teenager just because he was a piece of shit? When I was a teenager, or. Just doesn't matter now. Now there's some kids I want to go outside my development and kick the shit out of, (laughs) but I can't because it's illegal, of course, and I'm not going to. But there's you can't tell me there's an honest person watching or listening to this uh, the show that didn't want to take a kid and just go. "Mm." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. You you know you do see some things in your life and you think, my, why are you you doing that? You know. Yeah. Um, If I was ten years younger, I'd really beat the (laughs) shit out of you. It's just <laughs> well, this took a dark turn. No. <laughs> just honesty here, folks. Honesty, uh, especially this guy. He beat up kids for a living. 
<laughs> you like scaring them. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my most sentimental moment is not because of anything that's happening in the movie. It's because of two greats that are on the screen together, knowing that they would be lost uh, about a year or two after uh, the movies have come well. out. Yeah. And that is Bernie Mac and John Ritter on the screen. And they had such chemistry in this movie. Um, you know, uh, I guess uh, Bob was John Ritter's uh, character's name. He wanted just to have a good time. And he was kind of like a wholesome family man. Uh, and he's like, he's not going to say fuck stick in front of the children, is he? <laughs> you know, and he was like... Uh, he just kept on saying, "Yeah, he's got you know a, a little a little guy with him, you know, a Billy Barty, God rest." And he was just so he was just so sweet. And but then you had Bernie Mac saying, "Guy likes to a guy likes to fuck fat women," and it, <laughs> and, and John Ritter's character's reaction just like, "Ooh." Ooh. <laughs> But then you hear Bernie Mac; he's choking a, he's he's eating an orange or a tangerine, and it's focusing on John Ritter's character explaining this stuff, and all of a sudden you hear Bernie Mac go, <laughs> because he's choking. <laughs> <laughs> and what I understand, some of that stuff was ad libbed uh, yeah, yeah. through it, and it's just, you know, I I just miss those guys, and we don't know, we don't really realize. Um, how great they were until they actually pass. Because mm-hmm. those two were staples. One were, They're both staples in comedy, sitcoms yeah, yeah. and stand-up. John Ritter wasn't really a big stand-up guy, but he was very well-known. Yeah, TV. no, it, it's it's a shame. And, you know, they both died really young. And John Ritter actually died before this film was released. And Bernie Mac, I think about four or five years later. Um, yeah. they, were, they were both in their early 50s. Yeah, um, and like you say, you, you know, it's not until you see this film you realize what what a huge loss it is, and and you know, for me particularly, John Ritter, because in the eighties, you know, I loved a load of his films, you know, and particularly um, Skin Deep, the Blake Blake Edwards movie. They were both um, great comedic actors, and it's um, it's a it's a real loss. It really is. And unfortunately, with this movie, when you see them together, you can't think about not them not being here. Yeah, yeah. You know, either other lines are great in between each other. It, it, it's it's so funny, uh, but uh, you just help. Oh, man, that, was, that sucks. Life sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, now your funniest moment. So the funniest moment for me, and again, I'm not sure whether this was in the theatrical cut. This kind of um, extended cut or direct. I don't know. There's two versions. There's a director's cut and there's some other cut. It's like a naughty edition or something. Naughty, like yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, Batter Santa or something. Batter like Santa. Yeah, yeah something. Whatever. Um, I um, I I watched it today and there's a moment. Is the moment where he steals a house in the um, theatrical version? No, I don't remember that. Okay, so there's a bit where he comes out of the department store. And he's, um, I think he he steals some car keys or something. Mm-hmm. And he's going around the parking lot checking, you know, he's pressing all the alarm fobs to see which car he wants to take. He takes the car and takes it to the house, the corresponding house of the, of the car. He goes into the house. <laughs> he's kind of really, you know, obviously hung over and, and, and looking like shit still. He goes into their fridge and, like, glugs this huge kind of carton of milk, puts it back in the fridge. 
And then he goes for shit. <laughs> With the door wide open. He's While he's having there. this shit, he's eating a huge turkey drummer. <laughs> he's sat there eating this huge turkey drummer as he's having a shit. And it's just like, it's the most, it has, it, it, it kind of offers nothing to the story whatsoever as does the the scene with where he goes back to the apartment with the hooker it, yeah. it just has no implication on the plot whatsoever but it's just a genuinely funny moment where he steals a house and <laughs> it's and just because he doesn't give food. a shit does he he just doesn't care no so i think i really laughed at it today when i watched it because i hadn't seen that moment before um, it just didn't strike me as being in the in the original theatrical version. So um, yeah, that was the funny funniest moment in the film for me. There is a there's something to be said about a person who is on the the on the Johnny Flusher uh, <laughs> and still eating. It's kind of redundant, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like is was it, it Harold I, in Friday the Thirteenth Part yeah, Three? Yes, yeah, yeah. He was taking a <laughs> swig, you know, as he's on the crapper. <laughs> Because he saw the rattlesnake and scared the shit out of him, and then his wife yelled at him and says, "Probably all that junk you ate." <laughs> so yeah, so so your funniest moment. My funniest moment is probably at the lowest part. Willie is in the middle of the movie when he comes out and he just falls down before sitting on Santa's chair, and Marcus tries to get him up, and then Bernie Mac comes over. And he's just like, come on, you got to help him, you know, get him, get him out of here. I'll take care of it. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm three foot fucking tall, you asshole. It's a matter of physics. Draw me a sketch of how I get him to the car. Huh? <laughs> you know, and he's hitting Willie. He's like, God damn you. And he's like slapping him. And he, and he says, he goes, how about you? How about you do it? Leonardo fucking Da Vinci. And I was like, yeah, that's right. I call you a painter from the 1700s. <laughs> and he's like, you got some lips on you. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, these lips were on your wife's pussy last night. How about you dust this thing, <laughs> dust these thing, that thing off once in a while? And, you know, and he's just, it's, it's the funniest moment because all three of them are trying to control Willie. Yeah, but they have yeah. no choice but to fight each other about who's going to take care of this slob. <laughs> oh, three foot fucking tall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marcus has a comeback for everything somebody says to him because he's been with Willie for so long. He has no choice but to but to say these lines. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and another funny part I laugh all the time, and I always wait for it, is when Willie and Marcus get back together, and it says seven months later. It's he had a shit time down in Florida, wherever he was, and he's working for the parking lot. They're all dressed in his Christmas outfits, and he's drinking the bottle of, of, of scotch or liquor, and he throws it, and it hits a Mercedes windshield, and it breaks. And Marcus has no choice but to say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, he's attracting attention. Uh, but yeah, for me, the, the, the funniest moment will always be when the three of them are on stage. It's on stage, but the three of them are on scene trying to take care of Willie. And all the kids are just like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> it is, it's a, and you know, the, those moments with him, with the kids and, um, <laughs> The kids are coming over and and, oh. and asking and telling Santa what they want, and he's just sort of, hurry up, go, hurry up, God damn it! What do you want? What do you the want? Kid, the kid that sneezes in his face. What are you doing? <laughs> he doesn't clean it. He was just like, God damn it! <laughs> Brown shit everywhere. 
Watch the toenails, kid. What do you want? Oh, that's great. Okay, get the fuck out of here. He kicks him <laughs> off with his knee. And then eventually just soils himself in the chair. Yeah, he just sits there and he just pisses himself. <laughs> or he's just starting to show a girl how to use pinball and he's like, this is what you got to do. You got to jerk it. <laughs> it's such a fun movie. It's not It's not a family movie by, no, by no, all no, means. No, no. It's, it's for us adults. <laughs> it's a joke for us adults. For us grown-ups. It was really well-reviewed as well when it came out. Rotten Tomatoes, I think, has it in the 70s. Yeah, I think, you know, and I I know that it was quite popular on the festival circuit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you see the the, the sequel? Yes, Batter Santa uh, or something like that, whatever. So Bad Santa 2. It wasn't good, was it? It's okay. You know, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, uh, Miss Hendricks in it was fantastic. I like mm, her. Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bates, eh, I could have done without. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, my cup of tea. Yeah. The first one's the best. The yeah, the of best. course, yeah. What I do like is I love the director's name of this film as well. Terry Swigoff. <laughs> Terry's Wigoff. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is play on words here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a, you know, like you said before, it's a bit of a, a holiday staple and... Yeah. Um, I, I had a lot of fun today, kind of revisiting it. I haven't seen it for a few years, and uh, it, I, it was a nice Sunday morning treat. Good. Good during the holidays. It's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. God damn it! <laughs>